her mom said, thank me, I gave up my couch for it. Oh, I missed that. Oh, did they God. decide, yeah, do we want the new couch or do we want to get our kid an iMac? I'm like, okay, mom. Welcome back to another episode of Millennial TV. We are your hosts, Liz, Candace, and Adrian. And today we will be recapping Laguna Beach Season 1, Episode 9, Graduation Day. Just a reminder, if you want to watch along with us, we do this every week and you can stream Laguna Beach on Netflix in the U.S. Or if you are on Adrian's side of the world, you can stream for free on CTV's website. We thought it would be fun to do another Getting to Know Us segment and talk about what some of our favorite podcasts are. I chose three to talk about the ones that I'm currently listening to that I look forward to every week. The first one I want to mention is called Podcast the Ride. This one is hosted by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, and Scott Gardner, three men in their 30s who love theme parks and amusement parks. I love this podcast because most of their episodes will spotlight one particular ride at Disneyland, Universal, Six Flags, all the different types of theme parks. But they also do very off-the-wall episodes, which are usually my favorites. They did a huge 19-part saga on Universal City Walk, which is the outside mall shopping area of Universal Studios. So that was really fun. And then they've also done a ton of episodes on different things to do or see in Vegas. And Kyle and I actually got married in Vegas, so we try to go back every couple of years. And when we do, we'll revisit some of these episodes and be like, oh, that sounded like a lot of fun. We should check it out. So the last time we were there, we actually went and saw David Copperfield because of their episode that they did on his show. Like somebody I never thought that I would see live, but like (laughs) it was actually awesome. It was so fun. So if you're into theme parks like me, I highly recommend them. They're hilarious and they're just like community of fans is really fun to be around too. The second one I'm currently listening to is called Maintenance Phase. This one's hosted by Michael Hobbs and Aubrey Gordon, and they are a health science and pop culture podcast that aims to debunk health and wellness industry myths, and they discuss anti-fatness in mainstream American culture. So they'll take fad diets or diet trends from over the years and discuss the history and debunk things that you might have thought about certain topics regarding weight loss. So they've done a ton of things on like Weight Watchers, Dr. Oz, a lot of Oprah episodes. One is about her uh, wagon of fat that she wheeled out. (laughs) Goop, the movie Super Size Me. And then my personal favorite episode, they did a deep dive onto a diet book that was written by Ed McMahon called Slimming Down. (laughs) Like the most random celebrities that write diet books that you would never know about. What was the podcast called? It's called Maintenance Phase. Maintenance Phase. Yeah. And so they do a lot of really lighthearted topics like that, like the diet books. But then they also touch on a lot of more serious things like diabetes or the food pyramid or the BMI scale like stuff like that and it's so good I love it I'm gonna check that one out you should yeah I love them and then the last one I wanted to mention is it's called Mr. A plus and I haven't mentioned this in any of our episodes yet but my older daughter is actually autistic And so one of our favorite shows on Netflix is called Love on the Spectrum, and it spotlights autistic adults who are trying to find love. It's one of the only shows that portrays people with autism in a positive light and doesn't focus so much on the disability, but shows us more of like who they are as a person and all the amazing qualities that they have about their personalities. Shout out Abby. She's the best. Yes. (laughs) So the show, it doesn't shy away from their struggles, but it really spotlights how neurodiverse people have to navigate the dating world in so many different ways than neurotypicals do. And the show's amazing. I cry like every episode. But in seasons one and two, it takes place in Australia. And one of the standout guys from the season, his name is Michael. And he's in his late 20s. And he's just like the most charming, sweet guy. And he's just trying to find someone to share his life with. But he also really wants to work in the entertainment industry, specifically voiceover work or acting. So once the show got super successful, he started his podcast called Mr. A+. But since starting it, he's gotten like a lot of pretty good guests on there. Like he recently did a two-part episode with Ricky Lake, which was really fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he interviewed a screenwriter named Matt Fogel. He wrote like the new Mario Brothers movie and some of the Despicable Me movies. 
it's cool because one thing that sets him apart is that he's not afraid to share his actual opinion on things with his guests and it's like refreshing for them to like be interviewed by someone like him like in the interview with Ricky Lake at one point they were like talking about what their favorite Toy Story movies are (laughs) so it's just like so fun and he's so real and he's also not scared to be like yeah I didn't like this part of the movie that you wrote like but in like the nicest way possible (laughs) so he's my favorite I just love him so much so it's super encouraging as a parent to someone with autism because he's going for his goals and he's reaching them and he's doing like amazing at them so it's just so cool to like see his success so I recommend his podcast and the show as well on Netflix if you have not watched it. So those are my three favorite ones right now, besides ours. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like for me, there's been an evolution on the type of podcasts that I listen to. I started listening about six years ago and I started with Serial and then I did S-Town, Dirty John, and then I just fell down this rabbit hole and listened to a bunch of the Wondery true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. I also started listening to Something Was Wrong. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it in the first few seasons, I think, where they were telling like one story over the whole season. And then once they started doing multiple stories per episode, listening to each one in succession like one after each other it just got like a bit too heavy and a bit too much for me like some of it was like super triggering so I kind of had to stop and take a break after seasons four and five I also started listening to the Bellas podcast. So this is hosted by Nikki and Brie Bella from WWE. I watched their TV show, Total Bellas, obsessively, Total Divas. And then I actually got into WWE as a fan because I loved that show and watching them so much. So like for a few years, I would go to WWE shows. I would drag my boyfriend, my friends. I got their merch. I dressed up as Nikki Bella for Halloween. I just like loved them so much. (laughs) And so I love listening to their podcast (laughs) okay me and kyle go to wrestling events all the time so i guess (laughs) we go to aew mostly but we have done some wwe who are you people (laughs) in vancouver we actually get like live shows that are not televised and then when my boyfriend was living in seattle we went to a televised monday night raw and it was so different like it is really the televised ones have such energy and people in the crowd are like screaming and chanting and then the ones in vancouver are a little bit like but you know like that's because it's so fun it's not on tv it's so fun I make signs it's the best that's so awesome yes I'm 30 (laughs) years old people okay (laughs) I know about wrestling is Hulk Hogan (laughs) and his daughter bro John Cena oh yeah Yeah. you can't see the rock Can I just recommend something real quick? There's a show, it's on the Vice channel, but you can watch it on Hulu. It's called Dark Side of the Ring. And that's what really got us into it because every single episode spotlights a different wrestler from all the different like time periods or whatever. But every episode is like a true crime episode. So it's like, here's the true story of this person's like rise to fame and then their downfall. And there are like okay, murders and like people dying and suicide. It's so dark. It's so much. Yeah. So... It's like Dateline episodes, but with wrestlers. I will take a watch just because I do love true crime. And as for the list of podcasts that I listen to right now, it's actually a lot of rewatch podcasts. I guess that's just the season of life that I'm in right now. (laughs) I'm listening to Girls Next Level, which is a Girls Next Door rewatch podcast with Bridget and Holly. It's so good. They're such good storytellers and like they're very candid about their experiences. So it's really good. And I love Pod Meets World, Out of the Pods, and That's What You Missed on Glee, Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. For pop culture, I love listening to Phone a Friend with Jesse Cruikshank and also Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. And because I love the Housewives franchise so much, there's a few I listen from time to time. And I actually was following the Was It Real Hills rewatch podcast, but that was such a dumpster fire. Mm. They made it to season three, I think, and then just like it abruptly stopped and we got no explanation of why it ended. (laughs) I'm still waiting for it to come back, but I don't know that it will. It's okay. I think we can fill the void. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So for me, I kind of hit the ground running with podcasts like a year ago. I don't know what made me suddenly into them. I guess I was listening to a lot of like YouTube true crime people. And I used to listen to podcasts when it was like you had to download them to your iPod. Do you guys remember that? Yes. No. 
<laughs> I listened to a Harry Potter one called Mugglecast, and I used to have to download every episode to my iPod and, like, listen to it on my iPod. That was in high school. And podcasts weren't, like, a thing yet, so, like, I had them, but I didn't even know what I was doing, really. So then, about a year ago, I just wanted something that I could listen to and not focus on, like, while I was getting ready for work. And I started to listen to Kelly and Christy from Dance Moms. They started their own rewatch podcast called Back to the Bar, and I started listening to that every Monday morning. And they were hilarious, and I loved learning all the the behind-the-scenes tea on the show. And then, obviously, Steven and Kristen came out with Back to the Beach, and I did listen to that one as well. And then, mostly, I listened to True Crime. I'll be totally Mm -hmm. honest. Um, I'm obsessed. I listened to Crime Junkies, which Mm -hmm. is really good. Morbid is also really very good. Something Was Wrong is probably my top favorite podcast right now. Just because I can jump around seasons and pick something that sounds good and some of them are like two hours long and I can just listen to it like while I'm going to sleep or getting ready for work and I just love that kind of true crime horror story type of situation so that's really fun for me. The other podcast that I really like that only has two seasons is called Betrayal. Hulu actually took season one and made it a docuseries and it's about uh, like a perfect marriage gone wrong and really really good. Season two is also really really good and I'm waiting for season three on that one. But yeah, that's mostly what I listen to. And then obviously I listen to our podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> oh, by the way, let me just give a little scoop. We release our podcast on Tuesday to fill in the void that Back to the Beach left us with. Yep. So that's why we're on Tuesdays. Yeah, we're doing you guys a solid here. <laughs> Well, those are our favorite podcasts that we're listening to right now, but we'd love to hear what you are currently listening to. So if you have any favorites that you think we might enjoy, please feel free to email us your suggestions. And now we can get into the episode. Our previously on starts with Lauren saying she thought their trip to Catalina would be one last blast before graduation until she found out that Lowe couldn't go. So she had to rough it without her best friend. And then we see all of Lauren's best moments from camping, her falling in the chair, cleaning her feet in the sink, and saying that camping sucks. It's so hilarious. I know. Like, the, the way that they, like, mesh it together. I love and it. she's like, ow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sucks. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what yes. happened. <laughs> she also had to listen to Kristen's annoying voice the whole time. And, oh, yeah, they were attacked by a bear named Steven. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen's annoying voice though. I know. Like the narrative. I know. I'm sure she thought that, but the producers making her say that is so funny. (laughs) It never ceases to amaze me the things that they make her say. It's insane. Lauren says she couldn't wait to get back to Laguna and tell Lo all about it and we get to hear Lo say again, was somebody mean to you? (laughs) But now it's time to get ready for the biggest day of their lives. So the episode starts with Lauren and Lo hanging out together, talking about how they can't believe graduation day is finally here. Lo says she never thought she would actually see this day come. Lo's looking at the school yearbook and comes across a picture of Lauren, and she says Lauren is the most irresistible one in the whole wide world. Don't you look pretty? <laughs> She's a grade A best friend for that. I know. I know. I love her <laughs> in this episode. Did you guys recognize who was in the photo with Lauren? I didn't know who it was. No. No. There's a bunch of, like, Stevens was someone else, too, when yeah. they show a picture of him okay. that no one knows. I think it's just random no. people. I think that that is Sahar, I think, mm-hmm. if I saw no, correctly. It is. She I does say yeah, Sahar. Sahar yeah. That was Stephen's ex-girlfriend, I think, he said okay. on the podcast. Ah, yeah. I think. Interesting. From Back to the Beach, I think he said that, but, you know, if any of you listening heard differently, please correct me. Sahar. She sounds so, like, exotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went from Sahar to Kristen. Kristen. <laughs> Can I just point out the backdrop of this scene is so gorgeous and it made me want a vacation immediately. Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) it was so beautiful. These kids were so lucky to grow up on like a picturesque resort. Seriously, like a postcard. Essentially, like it is 
they could go on vacation by walking out their front door. Like, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Lo turns to a page with Stephen on it and says, Stephen Coletti, life of the party. Lauren says she went into the school activities office and put together the line of March. And at first I didn't know what she was talking about, but then I kind of assumed it was putting together what order everybody was going to get their diplomas in. And I thought that was really interesting that she was able to do that because I always just assumed it would go in alphabetical order. So I don't know. That's kind of interesting. That's how it was for my school. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it was for mine. It was like by alphabetical by last name. My school, we got to pick. Stop it. Yeah. But who did it? Nobody. They literally, you were able to sit with whoever you wanted. Like, you just had to sit there. Mm -hmm. Like, you picked, and then they put it in the program. I see. Okay. I was going to say, like, how annoying is it that the popular kids got to choose who sat where? Because they obviously sat themselves (laughs) on the front. So (laughs) annoying. But that actually makes a lot of sense, because I noted their graduation was, like, so lively. Like, everyone was so excited to graduate, whereas at my... Mm -hmm graduation I felt like it was like very subdued but it was because we were all in alphabetical order and you were sitting next to people that like you weren't necessarily close with so yeah that's really cool actually Mm -hmm. yeah it it was like me and my two best friends like on the end and we had like an amazing time because we got to sit next to each other and we got to like we were like making fun of people (laughs) 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 and like you know we were like who is that we've never even like because our class is really big so we were like who even is that like we've never heard of this person before in our lives but yeah (laughs) we didn't know who our valedictorian was like that's how oh I didn't know who mine was was either yep so we were just like who are these people like Mm -hmm. we were basically sitting there wondering who these people were do you remember how big your class was (laughs) I don't I have no idea I should probably find that out I should probably look at my uh, graduation (laughs) thing yeah it was awesome we had like grad practice the last week of school the first day you picked where you were sitting and then that's how we did it that's awesome the first scene we see is a compilation of everyone waking up for graduation day and we see that it's 7 a.m first we see christina's dad waking her up in her bedroom and then we see steven brushing his teeth we see trey in his closet pulling up his very low-rise pants we see lauren's dad jim coming into her room and saying wakey wakey and we see Morgan waking up, and then we go back to Christina, who's still in bed yelling at her dad to shut up, <laughs> and um, <laughs> her dad was singing this ridiculous good morning song to her, and it was so funny I when he it. left, and she's like, shut the door, I'm pissed off now. <laughs> yeah. So funny. That is so my dad, though. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, this is 100% <laughs> my dad. He loved messing with me and my sister. Like, he was the total prankster. He would, like... When we worked at restaurants late at night and my sister worked at the mall, like, he would hide. Like, when we were coming home, he'd hide behind the door, like, to scare us at night. Like, that's the kind of stuff he would do. Or he'd, like, hide under my sister's bed and, like, freak her out. Oh, yeah. He used to do stuff like that all the time. So that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. 100% my dad. That was my mom in my household. She would sing the song to wake my sister and I up, and it would bug us so bad because it was so annoying to us. But you know, like one day, like these things just stop and you mm-hmm. miss it. Like when you look back at it, you're like, okay, that was so annoying, but it's totally like a funny memory to. Yeah. To look back oh, on. yeah. So I'm totally going to do that to my kids in the future. Oh, so absolutely. sorry to them. <laughs> absolutely. I will. I'm going to be like, thank you, Gramps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting payback. <laughs> and I'm going to sing the same song my mom yeah. sang to us. <laughs> A lower third pops up showing us that there are 10 hours to go until graduation, and we see Lowe's mom coming at her with a video camera. Lowe's just gone out of the shower with a towel wrapped around her and another towel on her head. And at first, I was kind of like, why is her mom coming at her with a video camera right after she's gotten out of the shower? I thought that was kind of odd. (laughs) But then I was like, well, MTV is standing right there videotaping her as well. So I guess it doesn't really matter. But that's Mm. still kind of, I was like, okay. I wouldn't show up on camera in a towel. No, yeah. (laughs) Right out of the shower. Yeah, but she looked so pretty. No, of course she looked so cute. Yeah. So it's okay. Well, I don't know. Like, if I looked that pretty out straight out of the shower I might be fine with it I just know that I don't (laughs) so but she looks so fresh-faced and so she did I I mean Lo always looks gorgeous but I just was like her hair wrapped in the towel which you usually look like crazy yeah (laughs) with your hair in a towel 
She looked good. Lo and her mom are looking at the seating arrangements for the ceremony, and Lo's pointing out what row she's sitting in and where she'll be walking. Lo's mom is surprised that Lo is in the first row, and Lo tells her about how Lauren set up the graduation seating, and she put all their friends in the first two rows. Her mom literally doesn't care at all, and Lo thinks it's hilarious. I know. (laughs) Her mom is literally like, okay, anyway. We then see Morgan walking with Claire, another senior, who's making a senior video that will be given to everyone in the class. They walk to a picnic table for Claire to film Morgan. And I thought it was really funny that Morgan didn't sit at the picnic table. Instead, she sat on top of it (laughs) and was doing like a very weird pose. So I'm like, okay, that's like a choice you're making. So yeah. (laughs) Claire asks Morgan where she sees herself in 10 years. And she says, married in a beautiful house in Emerald Bay with who knows, maybe a kid. She said she'd like to have a boutique, a cute little store she would open. And Claire asks if she plans on coming back to Laguna. And she says, oh yeah, I love Laguna. I definitely want to live here when I'm older. Can we talk about how much of a fortune teller Morgan is? Yes. Because she has a wonderful life now. She's a Mm -hmm. wife and a mom of three and the founder of her own brand, Minnow. She did it. Yeah. A children's clothing line, is it? It's all clothing and yeah, it's kind of all inclusive. Amazing. Yeah. Because she said that and I paused and I was like, I think she's doing all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. went to her Instagram and just like looked and I was like, she is, she really is. Like she totally predicted her own future. I'm so happy for her because I certainly am, did not predict my own future <laughs> in high school. I was like, I'm going to be a famous actress. Didn't happen. <laughs> And you know what's cool is that Morgan was on the show, but I feel like she wasn't like the most popular person from the show. So her Mm -hmm. having her own boutique and opening it all up, it was really her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So super cool. It's really cool. And her kids are beautiful and she looks wonderful. And I'm so impressed with all these kids and like what they did with their lives. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like they really just kind of did this show and then went and lived their lives. And it's really Mm -hmm. cool. I mean, other than, you know, Lauren and Kristen, they also lived their lives just a little bit differently i'm like good for you guys does she still live in laguna beach could you tell that from her instagram and stuff it looked like somewhere beachy but i don't know if it was laguna okay I'd be curious to see if she does or not. Yeah. In the next scene, we get an update that there are now nine hours until graduation. Lo's in her kitchen asking her mom about bringing a bag with her to grad night. And her mom says she can bring a small bag and her cell phone. Lo asks, how small is small? And her mom uses her hands as an example to show how small. And Lo says, I don't even own a bag that small. She realizes she can use a small silver clutch that she has. And her mom tells her that it's not a fashion show tonight. And Lo replies with, it's always a fashion show, mom. Always. Iconic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that line. It is always a fashion show. So good. She is correct. And I want to get that on a t-shirt. It's always a fashion show, mom. Always. Always. (laughs) And the way she says it's so cute, too. She's like, always a fashion show, mom. Always. Why is she so cute? Like, she's literally so cute. So cute. The most adorable cast member. (laughs) We then cut to Lauren answering questions for the senior video. Claire asks if there are any friends she will keep in touch with, and Lauren says, probably just my closest friends. She will stay close with Lo, of course, because she's her best friend. Lauren also says she'll stay close with Steven and Dieter, too, just because she's going to college right next to Steven, and Dieter's always been such a good friend. Claire asks if she has any hopes for their generation, and Lauren says, um, I don't know. I think Trey will take care of us. That was so cute. I know. (laughs) like, I'm pretty confident in Trey's ability to just manage this whole generation. I thought that was super you and it warmed my heart that she is still close with Steven and Dieter yes and I mean I know her and Lo like Lo was in her wedding and everything I know but they were so like Lo was in her wedding really Uh oh yeah Lo was in her wedding so they were still they're not as close I feel like they went through periods of like falling out Mm -hmm. and then being friends again and now it doesn't sound like it and I imagine it's really hard to be friends with somebody that you did the hills with I don't know yeah like because it was such a dark time for Lauren at times and Lo like continued the show Mm -hmm. after Lauren exited right so I think 
don't know. I think it was a toxic place for a while. And so mm-hmm. it was probably hard to kind of maintain the same closeness. And Lo did move to New York. Which yeah. Is, like totally on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just love these two and all the episodes we've seen so far. So I'm so sad yeah. that they're no longer like best friends. I know. But I do like whenever Lauren and Dieter and Steven post pictures together, my heart is just like. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're so cute. I love it. <laughs> We then see Trey skateboarding, and we get an eight hours to graduation update. The boys are all hanging out, skateboarding, rollerblading, and just goofing around. At one point, we see Dieter fall into a bush. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so funny. (laughs) I thought it was great that we keep seeing the girls just getting ready, and the guys are, like, doing this. (laughs) It's it's giving last hurrah. Like, it's giving, like, you know, this is their time to just be idiot boys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The guys are sitting down and Steven says that he can't wait to go to school and then come back to visit and see how everyone's doing and how they'll have changed. He says that when he goes to college, the girls are going to be so much different. Dieter chimes in with, they're going to be extremely slutty, especially where I'm going. And Steven says, not slutty, just experienced. (laughs) 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 Can we talk about Steven's joke about Polster? Oh, yeah. About coming out of the closet or something. Yeah, he says, he says, everyone's going to be so different and Polster will finally have come out of the closet. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And it's so swept under the rug and Polster's just looking at him like, dude, why would you say that on camera? Like, what is wrong? with you it's so problematic but it's so reminiscent of boys during this era totally that's yeah. true that joke was like the height of hilarity yeah to teenage boys and it's like so not funny <laughs> like, yeah, not at all. it's the most unfunny thing you could say <laughs> like, and poor pollster like it's like why no, dude why? like <laughs> but yeah i just had to point that out because it's so like teenage boy I probably found that so annoying. I didn't even hear that. <laughs> it was so annoying. Yeah, it's just like, Stephen Coletti are just really not earning points with me. This watch. <laughs> it's just getting worse. <laughs> worse and worse. So yeah, he says, not slutty, just experienced. And then Steven says, they're so much easier too. And then he snaps his fingers and says, let's go. Can I just say, I appreciated him calling the women experienced and not slutty. And then he totally negated he that and everything he said after that. <laughs> I mean, they're still teenage boys. Yeah. <laughs> Every time these boys start talking about girls, I get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they're Same. so... It's so 2000s. It is. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's very, um, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wish they had a little bit more respect. Alas, they are teenage boys, so you do have to kind of give them some leeway because they haven't grown up yet and their brains aren't fully developed. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I did notice that Trey was, his reaction shots were definitely more of kind of like, what are you guys talking about? Like, he wasn't really getting in on that conversation, at least from what they showed us. But I was like, okay, at least one of them isn't joining in on this. We love Trey. He's the best, yeah. King Trey. <laughs> Polster asks Stephen if he and Kristen are going to stay together. And Stephen says, uh, no. He says they'll be on hold, but we'll still talk. Like, they're really good friends. But it's not like they're going to talk every day. First of all, Liz, your Stephen impression there was perfect. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I, listen, I try really hard to do the proper inflections. And so it's when hard. you guys do it too, it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says they'll be on hold, but we'll still talk like they're really good friends. But it's not like they're going to talk every day. He says they aren't going to try and make sure what each other's doing every day. Because that's stupid with how far away they'll be from each other. Steven asks Trey what's happening with him and his girl that he's dating. And Trey says, I think he said 300 miles ain't going to do shit as if like they're going to stay together. And then Steven says, if 300 miles is breaking him and Kristen up, then 3,000 miles will definitely break you up. (laughs) And I did like Polster's joke, though. He said 40 minutes would probably break him up if he was in a relationship. (laughs) Which is kind of true in adult relationships, too. Yes, yeah. Some people can't be bothered to, like, 
date someone in the next town over. <laughs> they're so down on long distance relationships and like they're hard, but they're not impossible. Like Mm-mm. and again, maybe I'm looking at it from an adult view, but they're so pessimistic. But I guess, oh, yeah. you know, they don't call it breakup season for nothing. Like I get it. But <laughs> exactly. at the same time, it's like it can definitely work. Like you've got to have two people in the same mindset, but mm-hmm. clearly they were looking to go off to college and get busy. Yeah, so. they were so young. <laughs> yeah. It's too young to have that long of a distance. Yeah. yeah. After that conversation, we immediately jump to Jessica asking Kristen if she and Steven are going to stay together. Kristen says they'll just kind of be together when he comes home. And she says she doesn't want a boyfriend who's in college is excited for next year to be single and hang out with the guys who are in her grade. Jessica asks that if Steven did hook up with Lauren, would Kristen be more upset about that than if he were to hook up with some random girl? (laughs) And Kristen says, yeah, obviously, Lauren would think she was, like, really cool. (laughs) What does that even mean? The animosity. I I mean, yeah, because Lauren would think she's, like, really cool or whatever. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, what? I get it because I probably would have said something similar about a girl that I, I get it too. Up yeah. with my boyfriend. Like I totally get it, but I also have no yeah. idea what it means. <laughs> like I totally get it. Like at the same time as completely not getting it, I totally get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I find it so weird that her and Steven are boyfriend girlfriend. They love each other so much, but they keep talking about how okay and excited they are to be single mm-hmm. in a few months. Yeah. And they're both like, we're going to be together, but we're going to hook up with other people. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> I know. Like, okay, yeah. this whole, we're just going to be together when he comes home. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we already know it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely not. <laughs> I would never agree to this. Not even as a teenager would I agree yeah. to this. Yeah. I'd be like, be with me or don't be with me. Like, yeah. there is no, like, let's just make out and hook up when you come home. No. <laughs> and they weren't just, like, seeing each other. Like, they were, like, madly in love right. and, like, yeah. you know, together. So it was so weird to me. I wrote down that I think it is so healthy for Kristen and Steven to break up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is yeah. the healthiest thing that they could do. It is unrealistic to think that Kristen will stay loyal at this age. I think Steven may have had it in <laughs> <Yeah>. him, <laughs> but not Kristen. No, no <laughs> It is completely unrealistic. (laughs) She can't even stay loyal when he's in town. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hey, but neither can he. I mean, neither can he, but I think that he was a little bit more into the, like, romanticness Mm -hmm. of the relationship. So I think he could more easily talk himself into being like, I'm saving myself for Kristen. Like, she's the only girl for me. Yeah. And meanwhile, Kristen would be like, hey, Sam. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yes. You know? So. I mean, the only person we ever heard him hook up with was Lauren while he was dating Kristen. Mm-hmm. Or That's true. Together. Yeah. But then there was Sahar. Before. Yeah. Before. Oh, before. I thought, yeah, I okay, thought that was okay. before they got together. But, okay, when Lauren and Steven keep talking about going to San Fran together, like, all of the Lauren and Steven shippers were so wishing for them to get together this next year. Like, it oh my gosh, perfect yeah. timing. <laughs> they set it up perfectly. Yeah. MTV totally hoped that that would happen, too. Like, yeah. they teamed up perfectly, and they just never took it there. So sad. I really wanted, like, some footage of them together together. Yeah. Like, even if it was just for, like, a couple days. You know how that mm-hmm. happens? You're together for like a minute and a half and then you're like over it. Like even if that had just happened, but it never happened. I know. It was even disappointing (sighs) when they brought him back on that one episode of The Hills and they did it again where they were like, oh, Steven's coming. And then they went out to dinner and that was it. Like it made me so mad. (laughs) And they still had chemistry all these years Mm -hmm. later. Like they look good together. I was so pissed. about that episode i was so excited steven was coming mm-hmm. i was like this is it they're gonna be together they're gonna get back together and it was like so lackluster so they were just like good to see you bud mm-hmm. and i was I like know. what do you mean good to see you look at her she's like a real woman now she's like yeah. where's teen vogue look at her she's everything you ever wanted steven <laughs> make a move <sighs> <laughs> That, like, broke my little heart, okay? They really played me. MTV played me for a fool, and I'm still (laughs) mad about it. (laughs) Several years later, Candace is mad about it. MTV, (laughs) you can pay me reparations. (laughs) 
<laughs> Venmo her. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> you really messed with me. Years of therapy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, MTV probably did contribute to my therapy, but not because of not because of Stephen Coletti and Lauren Conrad. <laughs> Next, we see Stephen being interviewed for the senior video. He's asked what his worst memory was, and he says, probably bad moments with girlfriends. But I thought that was a really weird question to ask for the senior video, because, like, why would you want to watch the senior video and look back on your worst high school memories? I thought that was an odd That's question. True. Why would you answer weird moments with girls? Like, that was uh-huh. a weird answer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'd be like, I don't know, like, probably the bad grade I got, yeah, like, like, on a chemistry test. But no, Stephen yeah. says, bad moments with girlfriends. Because he has lots. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he answered that. I'm like, you might as well have just said the Kristen Lauren triangle. Pretty much. He should have, <laughs> yeah. MTV was like, say it. Yeah. <laughs> We're then taken to Lowe's house and given the update of seven hours to graduation. Lowe is outside and her dad asks if she can help him out with some groceries. Lowe says yeah, but has the most annoying and disgusted look on her face at him asking her this. It's like the last yes. thing in the world she wants to do, yeah, is help her dad bring yep. in groceries. <laughs> We then see her walking up to their driveway, and there's a new car, a white Jetta with a big ribbon on top. And Lo asks, Daddy, is that mine? And he says, if you're the graduate, it is. <laughs> She's so cute. I know. <laughs> it's so sweet to see how excited and how appreciative she is. Yes. So Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and we've seen her dad be strict in previous episodes, mm-hmm. but he's just so awesome. Like, from what I'm seeing now mm-hmm. in this rewatch, I'm like, Lo's dad? is awesome yeah you can tell she's a daddy's girl too like yeah just like her daddy yeah <laughs> like she knew she was getting a car too like she kind of knew you know what i mean like she knew yeah but this little white jetta had a hold on me <laughs> i will tell you that i wanted this car and i wanted a white car because i thought lo looked really cute in her white car mm-hmm. and so i told everybody i wanted a white audi a4 <laughs> that was my dream car and I ended up with a green Nissan Altima. <laughs> me down for my sister. No, he had me down for my sister. So not all Californians live this way. <laughs> Lowe's jumping up and down saying how pretty the car is. And I thought this was so funny. We heard her little brother say, I graduated too. And her dad says, well, you get a skateboard, buddy. And then he's, her brother says back, I already got one. And then her dad like just completely ignores him and goes to low. So I'm assuming her little brother graduated eighth grade, but that was just so funny. Like that little, little brother moments that they had there. Yeah. That was me. That was the annoying little sister <laughs> that always wanted <laughs> Whatever my sister yeah. had. <laughs> Lo gets in the car and asks how she looks. Her dad says she looks like she's ready to go to college. And Lo says, I'm going to be so freaking cute in Santa Barbara. So Very cute. cute. I know. I love Lo. <laughs> we then see Trey skateboarding again. And he runs into Claire with her video camera. She begins the interview with him and asks how he feels about Laguna being called the bubble. And he says, he thinks you got to get out, but you can still love it. He says it's the strongest feeling of safety he's ever felt in his life. And I felt like that was so true for like anywhere you grow up, really, because I feel like that's how I felt, you know, where I grew up. Same. Yeah, I think any hometown feels that way. And you do have to get out, at least for a little while. I do think that that's super important because I live... 3,000 miles from my hometown, mm-hmm. um, which is a very far away. And I love going back now. But yeah, it was getting like claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that I can go to the grocery store and see no one I went to high school oh with. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought was funny? So I thought this whole school interview thing looked real until we got to Trey. Because this poor girl is literally walking around town with video equipment and, like, what, waiting to run into someone from their graduation class? Like, what is happening? She goes, hey, I was just at your house. (laughs) So they they tried to cover it. Yeah, she goes, hey, I was just at your house looking for you. And and then he's like, oh, like, what are you doing? And she tells him. And and he goes, 
he goes oh cool and she goes do you want to just do the interview right now <laughs> and he's like in the middle of skateboarding like no i don't yeah. want to do an interview right now. <laughs> and, yeah she's like going to people's houses looking for them i'm like what is happening yeah. <laughs> i didn't even think about that it's like she didn't set any of it up i think it was real like i think that the senior video was real mm-hmm. but i don't think that i don't think this chunk yes yes yeah. real correct there was a senior video but not this one yeah yeah (laughs) yeah this was not their senior video because you would imagine that it would have been shot in school like you know catching them at like different parts of school not like at the beach at someone's house Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff hey i was just at your house with my giant bulky camera (laughs) yeah her camera is huge (laughs) and i had no idea if you were gonna be home or not (laughs) wandering around (laughs) and she's walking out she's like hey you I need an interview. <laughs> Crazy scenes are always weird like that. Have you That's noticed? True. Like, yeah. Steven randomly rolls up to his house, mm-hmm. rolls away. Like, he's always skateboarding. Like, it's very strange. <laughs> they should have just put him at the skate park and then had people come yeah. <laughs> He's always skateboarding down a driveway. Like. Yes, or down a hill or something, coming around yeah. a curve. Yeah. <laughs> It'll try. So Claire asks him what his hope is for their generation. And he says, what the hell's better than a united youth, a young voice, a voice for the future that young people can make sure that decisions being made today will benefit them when they live in the future. Okay, Trey Obama. <sighs> I know. I know. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was intense. It was intense. <laughs> and from this, you really thought that he would go into like politics or something or, mm-hmm. or have a career in politics. But I think I said this before, he went into fashion. And yeah. it's totally not a knock on fashion because, you know, he had the belts on his arm and those crazy hats and all that but Mm -hmm. it's totally a far way away from like paving a way for the youth for the future trade for president 2024 i know he'll be the most fashionable president (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we'll talk about his blazer later it'll be a mean girls thing you know where he wears it and everyone in the country starts wearing it (laughs) yes yes but only if we get to start wearing um chunky headbands again and side braids Mm -hmm. and pearls with tank tops yes Yes. (laughs) it's a requirement yes (laughs) so we then cut to Lo driving her new car and we get a six hours to graduation update she calls lauren and says she's driving up to her house and asks her to come outside lauren sees her pull up in the driveway and asks whose car is this pause Uh the cell phones in this scene are perfect lauren has a sidekick oh yeah <laughs> and lo has a little flip phone mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i miss them so much <laughs> oh god i miss it i remember i wanted a sidekick more than anything i thought they, they were, were so like, cool. those were cool yes yeah uh, they had the keyboard as well yes. um, the keyboard <laughs> and all the celebrities had them and they were like bedazzled yeah, yeah. oh man those are the days Lo says that it's her car, and Lauren says, shut up. Are you kidding me? Lauren makes Lo get out of the car so she can hop in the driver's seat, and Lo starts going on about how good it smells. It smells like a new car. And when Lo gets back in the car, she says, I don't know how to turn the noise off yet. <laughs> Which, like, did she mean the radio or, like, the car itself? <laughs> I'm wondering if it's, like, the when you have your door open. Oh, like the dinging noise Sound. or something. Yeah. But you don't turn that off. You just Mm-mm. shut the door. So I- yeah, or you turn the car <laughs> I don't off. Know. Yeah. yeah. My best friend, when she got her license, this was like so reminiscent of that. She called and asked to hang out. And she was like, me and my mom are coming to get you. And I was like, that's so normal. Like, Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, are you busy or whatever? And I'm like, no, she's kind of like, come get me or whatever. And she shows up by herself in her own car. And it was so exciting. And she was like, surprise. (laughs) And it was like super exciting. So we got her car and drove all around town. It was super exciting. So I really was like, oh, this scene, like, it's so sweet. And Lauren's so so cool. Yeah, Lauren's so excited for her. Like, it's so cute. And her white flippy skirt. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Mm -hmm. And Lauren's hair. Like, we never see it in that, like, beachy, wavy kind of Mm -hmm. style. And I thought it was really pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. So Lauren gets in the car, buckles her seatbelt, and they take off down the road. There are now only five hours until graduation, and we see Christina opening her graduation present from her parents, and of course it's a Bible. She does act genuinely excited, and her dad says, you've never had one like this before, and her mom chimes in and says that she's never even had one like that before, 
And then her dad tells her that it's a study Bible. And I know that those are pretty expensive because my dad had one at one point and they're like very thick and fancy. Okay, but raise your hand if you would have been pissed that your parents got you a Bible. I would have been so (laughs) mad. (laughs) My parents were religious and I would have been so mad yeah same. <laughs> like, i would have been like you can get me a bible any day of the week exactly <laughs> you know it's like but christina genuinely looked she was so good yeah yeah she was. and she's not a good actor we know this yes <laughs> like yes. like on the show she's a good actress like you know in theater she's not a good actress on the show i right. should rephrase that <laughs> when you see that she's unhappy with like you know anything to do with her religion like she shows it but this yeah. one she was really excited about she was it was probably a really nice bible and maybe she got other stuff but like i'd be like are you kidding me i know like, is this a joke? <laughs> i get it i get it you're, you're a pastor i get yeah. it but like come on <laughs> like, he probably was able to get a discount on it too because he was a pastor yeah. so. <laughs> so they hug and christina tells her dad that he's always so thoughtful these days next we see morgan opening her graduation gift and i'm Morgan is really excited and I also think that this is a really good graduation gift. She thanks her parents and then her mom said, thank me, I gave up my couch for it. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, did... Oh, I missed that. Yeah, oh it was I know. so it was weird. like a new couch that she was going to exactly. get. Exactly. I'm versus, like, so like, did they the, decide, yeah. yeah, do we want the new couch or do we want to get our kid an iMac? <laughs> like, okay, mom. <laughs> so Morgan's gift, I was like, okay, that's normal because I got yeah. a laptop for graduation too but it was I mean it was a Dell it wasn't a Mac the Macs were expensive so but it was a pink Dell and I loved it so (laughs) that's a good gift yeah yeah we then see Trey opening up his gift from his parents and he's joking about his mom's wrapping job and asks if they use Trader Joe's bags to cover the box with I thought that was funny (laughs) and then he opens up a new speaker and a subwoofer for his car (laughs) I mean it's a good gift for Trey yes but his blazer that he's wearing in this scene mm-hmm. is so blink 182 it's like <laughs> he's got like a star patch on the mm-hmm. or i don't even know what it, it's like a star patch on the arm and then he's got like spray paint on the back it totally looks like a like something a blink 182 member would wear totally <laughs> inspired from the concert they did yeah <laughs> i was like but i liked it like it, it looked good on him he was rocking it. It just, it, it was very Blink-182. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to ask if you guys got graduation gifts, but so you both got laptops, computers. I feel like I got that because I was going to university, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was like a graduation gift, but I also don't remember. Maybe like a necklace. I don't know, but yeah. I don't remember. I have been asking for a laptop for four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very computer driven. Like I was always online. I had a bunch of friends online and I um, like I played The Sims and yeah. <laughs> like AIM was like, I was always on there chatting with my friends. So like I was always on the computer. So mm-hmm. the computer was like the family computer and I hated oh, it. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they just moved it into my bedroom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they moved the whole desktop into my bedroom. And I was like, because I, I was like, I need it for homework. And really, I just wanted to be on AIM all night. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and my dad promised me for graduation that he would get me a laptop. And he did. Man, that's <laughs> so, awesome. And then I got rid of the, the desktop in my room because it took up too much space. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get like a big graduation gift. I had like a big party where, you know, everybody gave me money and stuff. But it was right before me and my mom moved to San Diego, too. So that's probably had something to do with it. Yeah. I ended up buying my own laptop with most of that money. So, yeah, I got my laptop, too. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, they bought her a MacBook. My first MacBook, I had to buy myself. Mm -hmm. And I spent, like, three paychecks on it. Like, it was, like, they were very expensive. And, I I mean, it lasted me forever, I Mm -hmm. will say. I've never gotten a MacBook like the attractive feature back then was like photo booth, you know? So whenever oh, yeah. I went on my friend's laptops, I would be like, yeah. let's take photo booth pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've always oh, been a window so girly. Honestly, for what I use it for, I don't need a MacBook. Like I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm happy with my like $500 laptop. That's fine. <laughs> Every time I buy a laptop, my only like requirement is like 
can it play the sims i literally mm-hmm. go to the store and i'm like can this run the sims and they're like no you know that graphics <laughs> yeah. card isn't good enough i'm like okay so which one I know. which one will sims? make me play really good yeah i know i'm the same i did the exact same thing like no joke so my macbook shit the bed and i went to best buy and i literally was like i play the sims point me me in the direction of the laptop where i can play the sims and you don't need one that's like super good because the graphics card doesn't have to be so crazy do you want like a gaming laptop and i'm like no the sims (laughs) it's the only game it just needs to run the sims i'm like facebook the sims (laughs) that's it that's all i need it for I mean, but they knew what I needed, you know? It plays yeah. The Sims very well. I know. <laughs> what if you could be playing The Sims and check your Facebook page, like, as your Sim person, and then it was just, like, all one big combined thing? <laughs> I think they My should do that. My is spinning right now. That's too much. Sorry. That's too much. That's like a, a dream within a dream within a dream. And yeah. I got, I'm such a nerd. People are going to be like, mm, Candace was cool. <laughs> And then she started talking about her sims, and she wouldn't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the episode. Yes. Okay. Only four hours to go until graduation, and next we see Stephen with his mom. She is showing him her yearbook from 1974 and is saying how besides the colored photos, everything looks the same. Stephen notices that the signatures in his mom's yearbook were calling her LG, and he asks her about it, and she says that her friends called her LG, and I was like, oh my gosh, LG, LC, like, it <laughs> means they're meant to be, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't even think Stop about it. that. I didn't either. <laughs> I don't, I, that's right where my brain went, so... <laughs> It's so funny. That's funny. Steven and his family are talking about reserving seats, and his sister says she can't come to the ceremony because she has to work. And I remembered him talking about this on the Back to the Beach podcast and how he was like actually upset about this. And so I went He looked so upset. I went back and listened to it again. And he said like it was definitely a real life moment for him because his brother wasn't able to come either. So like none of his siblings came. And at the time his sister was working at a wine shop. So like why couldn't she take the day off? (laughs) Like that was more important, I guess. She didn't feel bad though. She's like, oh Steven. But she didn't think she was probably didn't realize. Yeah. to him yeah but yeah I felt bad for him he, I did he very clearly was like what you're not coming why like and yeah. she's like oh Steven that's I why know. I'm here right now and I'm like I probably would have called in sick yeah for real it's like <laughs> to go to my brother's grad just one day or schedule it off yeah to work at a wine store <laughs> exactly I mean maybe she was really important at that wine store you never know <laughs> Steven steps outside and calls Lauren he asks her if she's going to hang out with him later and she says duh before they hang up he says to her i'll see you later bud and i don't know why but it always bothers me so much when he says bud <laughs> i'm like i know it. it's like such a friend zony thing to say i literally wrote there he goes again playing lauren yes like you're gonna hang out with me tonight mm-hmm. like ew, i know vomit. i know vomit <laughs> but again before lauren picks up the phone she looks at it sees his name and then she has like such a smirk on her face before she picks it up i'm like well yep. <laughs> i know it is the whole thing is sickening yeah yes. we love these two but they're so annoying <laughs> how are you still playing her on graduation day i know you're gonna be making out with kristen like 0.2 seconds know. exactly Ugh. yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> there are now only three hours to go until graduation lauren is trying on her cap and is wearing a sesame street shirt i thought that was cute sesame street shirt and <laughs> then her she? graduation yeah. cap yes yeah <laughs> her mom is with her and lauren is not happy with how the cap looks and she says it looks horrible and that it's matting her hair and she's got grad hat hair grad hats look bad on everyone that's what i said yeah i was like i don't think anybody looks good in those so Mm -hmm. she's not alone 
we then see Lo and her mom talking, and her mom tells her it's a big deal that she's leaving high school because she's her second kid heading off to the big world, but then coming home regularly. And then Lo giggles and says, Mommy, and gives her a hug and a kiss on the cheek. They're so cute. I know. And then her mom says, you just went to kindergarten a little while ago. And that was the part where I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot, like, even if do, like, it made me so, like, weirdly emotional. You're a mom. Yeah. So Sloan yeah. just started first grade and Charlie will be in kindergarten next year. And, like, it really is true what people say, like, once you have kids and they get in school, it just, the years go by, like, so fast. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's going to be me, like, tomorrow. <laughs> so... This is unrelated, but I am so obsessed with your kids' names. Oh, thank you. They're so pretty and classic. Like, and, you know, they're not going to have a million Sloans in their class, and they're not going to yeah. have a million Charlies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the, it just, I love it. It's so, like, and you, like, Sloan, like, I love yeah. that so much. You don't hear that, no, like, every yeah. day. That's one of the reasons we picked it. It's really it. unique. Yeah. But yeah. it's not, like, Apple. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, it's not weird. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christina is being interviewed for the senior video and says that this past year she was cast as the lead in the school musical. She says it's something she will always remember as something she did in high school. And I thought, so she's good? She I know. I wish we could know what <laughs> play it was. Like, wonder what they did. Yeah, they always talk about how she's in the plays and stuff, but they don't talk about what she's been in. Yeah. We then cut to Christina in her cap and gown with the update of only two hours until graduation. Christina and her family all take photos together, and then we get a little montage of everyone getting photos with their families and their caps and gowns. And I loved how Lowe's family, they had the dog in the photo. I thought that was really great. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Kristen and Morgan S. are heading out to attend the ceremony. Morgan says, I can't friggin' believe we're seniors. And Kristen replies, I can't believe next year this is going to be us. Kristen says that she doesn't want to get close to Steven right now because he'll be leaving in two months. She says she's tried to talk to him about it, and he told her not to think about it. And Morgan agrees that it's so hard not to think about it. And Kristen says she doesn't want to get all attached to him again. Confusing, I know. by the way. <laughs> yeah. The last episode in prom they were together Mm -hmm. like fully together and and now they're not together like so confusing i get it though i never experienced this because i didn't have a boyfriend that was graduating but i imagine it is really hard because you know you have an expiration date Mm -hmm. and you kind of don't want to put all of yourself into a relationship that's not going to last yeah i probably wouldn't have taken it so seriously because it's high school but steven's a senior so like maybe you know what I mean? Like, at that age, you kind of do take it seriously. But yeah, I imagine it would have been really hard, um, especially, like, going to his graduation and, like, mm-hmm. he's experiencing all of these next life steps and you're kind mm-hmm. of still stuck in high school. Nobody wants to be, like, the downer girlfriend that your boyfriend has to come back from college to see. Like, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Sort of, like, being left behind right now. Yeah. Like, grows up. But it's funny that they love each other and they have all these feelings about being sad about getting attached and stuff, but like not one of their solutions was staying together. <laughs> that's yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they love each other. Mm-hmm. Because Kristen has Sam <laughs> on the back burner. Got the back and she knows oh, it. Yeah. And she just yeah. can't tell him now. <laughs> Lauren is heading out of her house to make her way to the ceremony, and she's saying goodbye and hugging her parents. She drives off, and they stand together and say, there she goes, and her dad says, one down, and her mom says, I'm going to cry, and walks away. So sweet. I love Kathy and Jim. I'm glad they're showing us the parent moments. Yeah. Yeah, Jim and Kathy. They're good guys. Yes. Suddenly, we skipped over the hours of two and one, and now we're only five minutes away from graduation. So that happened really fast. And the gang is all hugging and cheering as they're walking to get in line together. And then we get to see Lowe's interview for the senior video. She was asked what her favorite thing from senior year was, and she just says, being a senior in general. And graduation is the best thing a senior goes through because you don't ever have to go back. (laughs) That was her best memory, so... I mean, it's true. I mean, there's nothing quite like graduating high school. You can graduate college and everything, but it's just not the same. Like, graduating high school is so nostalgic. Yes. That was four years of your most formative years. You know, like, that's when you're becoming who you are, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, and discovering, like, who you want to be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
you're not surrounded by your comfort people Mm -hmm. (laughs) anymore you know like it it is crazy there's nothing like graduating high school and I remember like the day after graduating waking up and being like what do I do like I don't have a purpose yeah you know what I mean like I don't have to be anywhere Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything yeah like I mean sure like you have college coming up but like you don't have to go if you really don't want to nobody's gonna make you you know what I mean it's kind of crazy it's crazy it is yeah it's like the end of like your childhood Mm -hmm. you know like life is set and you know what you're supposed to do go to school do well Mm -hmm. and it's just like goodbye to all of that and a big push into like adulthood I feel like you're never really truly an adult until you're like in your late 20s or something like that (laughs) for all that time before it's like young adult (laughs) it is scary I remember at the beginning of the episode Lo says I never thought this day would happen where we're like done with high school yeah and I remember feeling that like Mm -hmm. that last week when you're like done but you're still kind of in school you're like oh my god I'm like done with high school it's over like no more classes like it's done it's the weirdest feeling yeah I'm all nostalgic now (laughs) (laughs) I have to say real quick the grad colors the maroon and the white Mm -hmm. those are my grad colors too oh that's awesome what colors did you guys have mine were red and white So it was like a brighter red. Okay. Mine was like a royal blue and everyone wore the same color. Like we didn't have two colors. Yeah. Yeah, The boys wore maroon. The girls wore white. So next we get an awesome montage of everyone hugging and celebrating their graduation. And then it's, of course, set to the song Graduation Friends Forever by Vitamin C. And this song. song was actually my graduation year song that they used really yeah Yeah. and so I don't think I've like actually listened to this song all the way through you know or most of it until this and I was like holy crap like I got emotional again it's ridiculous every time I hear this song I cry yeah it's without fail and the only time you really listen to it is like a graduation or something you know what I mean but it's still just like <laughs> I know. You know? <laughs> like, the one lyric is like, and then we talked all night about the rest of our lives, where mm-hmm. we're gonna be when we turn twenty-five. And I'm just like, oh uh, god, like, yeah. <laughs> I just break down instantly. <laughs> it's also so perfect for like any era. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. now could listen to it and still play it as their graduation song. Yeah, it's just it's so good. So during the song, we see Lowe's dad with his video camera. We see Lauren and Lowe sitting in between Stephen and Trey. And there was a really good shot of them high-fiving each other and, like, doing a handshake with Lauren and Lowe, like, right in between them. Yeah. And then the speaker starts, uh, Jonathan Bernard. And before he started, of course, Dieter had to run up and give him a high-five before he started his speech. Dieter. I know. (laughs) And who yells? They're like, sit down, dear. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Jonathan talks about how Laguna is a place where everyone knows each other. It's so visually beautiful, like living in a postcard. And he says he knows that he took the drive to school for granted every morning, going down Park Street with Catalina in the distance and the Pacific Ocean crashing on the main beach. Life doesn't get much better than this. And then all during his speech, we're seeing flashbacks from the season. So Stephen and Lauren on the beach, Christina dancing in her car, Lauren and Lo taking the photo from prom night. And then Jonathan goes on that they're leaving the cocoon of Laguna Beach. And though part of him has wanted to graduate and move on, a part of him wants to stay there forever. And then he ends his speech by saying, congratulations, fellow graduates. It's time to shed our cocoon. <laughs> it made me so emotional, though. It was good, yeah. With the collage and, like, everything, like, I was like, why do I feel like I'm going to cry? I know. <laughs> me too. Like, yeah. I was like, these are, like, not my yeah. friends. Like, why do I feel like I'm going to cry? But it is. It is emotional. Yeah. It was sweet. It was really sweet. And we see everybody throwing their caps, cheering, hugging. And then, of course, we have to see Stephen and Kristen kissing each other <laughs> during that little end montage there how cool is it for them though that they have like a professionally shot oh my gosh grad video i know mm-hmm. and prom that and specifically that features yeah. their group of friends mm-hmm. i know that's the best part <laughs> yeah. like yeah that you can show your kids like that's cool that's yeah. really cool so our last scene takes us to lauren and low sunbathing Lowe says that if you're on vacation you're allowed to stay in your pajamas all day and i agree with that <laughs> Um, Lo says she's excited to go to school for the boys, boys, boys. 
And Lauren says she thinks it's going to be a lot harder for her to meet boys in college because she's a fashion major. Lo says she's going to be on the lookout for some hot water polar players. <laughs> I mean, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And that was the end. That was the last scene. I go in her house and yeah. Yeah. I actually really liked that the last scene wasn't graduation. The last scene yes. was Lo and Lauren bathing I really liked that they did that it put some levity to it all you know yes. like it's, it's not like a little just like end. yeah yeah because like wait there's still summer you know yeah they probably had to do that to be like the show's not over yeah <laughs> they come back this isn't the finale <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we have two more episodes yeah <laughs> so did you guys have any favorite moments or uh jealous rage moments the jealous rage about the bible for the gift of graduation <laughs> that's funny yeah <laughs> that made me rage mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i would have been very upset about that <laughs> My jealous rage, and only because these moments annoy me so much, is just Lauren being so excited at the thought of, like, talking to Stephen. Stop that, like, it! Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, they bug me so much. <laughs> Stop it right now! <laughs> it bugs me more than it should, but that is my jealous rage. <laughs> my jealous rage was the guys talking about how the girls are going to be slutty in college. I think just that, mm. that whole conversation mm-hmm. was like, ew. That's, that's a good jealous rage. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite moment was just the whole like watching everybody open their graduation gifts and Lo saying uh, that it's always a fashion show. I love that scene. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Best line. Yep. I liked her getting your car. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> yes. this is for me. <laughs> it's just, I'm also a daddy's girl, so I feel that. Like, we didn't have a lot of money, but my dad, like, worked really hard to get me what I wanted. Because, like, I was his baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, that daddy-daughter moments like that always get me. So I thought that was cute. Yeah. Lo was honestly just cute the whole episode. Yeah. She was. It was a good Lo episode. And I couldn't really think of a favorite outfit. I was like totally blanking. Did you guys have one? Lauren's flippy skirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had Lawrence in the very first scene. She's wearing this like red striped halter top. Mm, and oh, that yeah. was so pretty. Like those are really popular at that time. Yeah. And I love that so much. Yeah. Lauren's, uh, she's wearing like a pink shirt and the flippy white skirt mm-hmm. when she goes out With to her meet. her wavy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, yes. <laughs> first of all, she's sitting around her house in that flippy white skirt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I would have never been sitting around my house wearing a skirt, but I guess in a beach town, you just go with the flow, man. That's just yeah. what you do. <laughs> Any final thoughts on this episode? I just thought it was a really easy watch. Like, it was really sweet. There wasn't a lot of drama, mm-hmm, but it just made no. me feel good after watching the episode. Yeah. Definitely. Same. Super, super nostalgic. nostalgic. Super nice. Yeah. Like, just there really sweet. wasn't any drama. Like, it was Mm-mm. just... It was good. It was nostalgic. You got to yeah. see like parents and families being really proud and also like, you know, bittersweet about yeah. mm-hmm. about their kids graduating. So it was just, it made you tear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just side note. So the next episode is called The First to Go. And it sounds so ominous and sad. Like it sounds like someone's dying. Die. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my god! And I know, I know, it's Trey leaving for college, but I'm just like, geez, Louise, the first to go, to go where? Yeah, like you know, like it's a little concerning. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Millennial TV. If you enjoy listening to us, please consider subscribing to or following the podcast on whichever listening platform you hear us on. We always love any type of feedback and you can reach us at millennialtv at gmail.com. That's millennialteav at gmail.com or on Instagram at millennialtv. This is Liz, Candace, and Adrian, and we hope to have you back next week.